Could TCU be adding a former five-star wide receiver to this 2023 class from the transfer portal? We'll talk about that next on the Lockdown Horn Frogs. You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is Locked On Horn Frogs. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Simcox Steven, and we are on all of your favorite podcast platforms. I'm wearing, if you're on YouTube, I'm wearing my new uh, TCU College Football Playoff shirt. I bought one of those weird, the, the gear for TCU College Football Playoff has been weird. The merchandise, I guess I should say, has been kind of strange. And I bought one of these strange, like, block lettering uh, college football playoff shirts. I also got a Fiesta Bowl shirt um, that has like a cactus on it, and it's black instead of purple. It has similar block lettering. I think I'm the only person that bought this. There are a lot of people that were clowning this online, and I understand why. It is a strange looking shirt, but I'm I'm not usually like a merchandise guy. Like one time uh, on on YouTube, somebody commented and kind of got in my business uh, or got on my head a little bit because I. Um, I, I'm not frequently wearing TCU stuff like when I record. And uh, part of it is like, to be honest, I'm not somebody who owns 30 different TCU shirts. I have like four or five. Um, I've just never been like a big merchandise person. I, I have a few that I wear to games. I wear like a hoodie when I watch a game on TV generally. And that's kind of the extent of my collection. Um, which I know that might sound kind of blasphemous to some of you, but that's just, I don't know. It's just, kind of how I am. And anyway, but I I say that to say I'm really loading up on this college football playoff gear just because I'm excited about it. Also, you know, I'm not sure when it's going to happen again. I hope it'll happen soon, but um, I don't know that. So anyway, if you waited through that 90 seconds of, uh, of clothing talk, fashion talk, they really get on us on the Lockdown Network about getting right into the, the subject. They don't don't spend a lot of time dilly-dallying with small talk. Uh, and I, I typically try to do that. But today, I guess I got a little sidetracked with that note. Anywho, um, we're going to talk uh, some TCU football and some more transfer portal today. I didn't expect to talk about this as much as I have the last few weeks, but there's just been a lot of movement. So if you've been listening to the show lately, um, we've mentioned some players that could possibly be CC Horn Frogs in this uh, 2023 offseason coming into next year. Um, and if you've been on Twitter today or if you've been kind of poking around different sites, uh, you might have seen some rumblings about some exciting news coming down the pipe, hopefully soon for TCU regarding players that are currently on the transfer portal. Uh, my buddy Matt Cookson sent me uh, this note today, and I've seen this around. I believe he sent me this from On3, but I know that both On3 and 247 um, put in a crystal ball prediction, which is basically like, you know, their idea of where a guy is going to go, either a high school player or a player in the transfer portal. And there have been crystal ball predictions and some rumblings about Chris Marshall heading to TCU, which is really fascinating to me. Um, Chris Marshall is a former five-star recruit. He was part of the Aggies 2022 class that got so much acclaim 
Um, number 25 player in the nation, according to 247, number three wide receiver in that class, number seven player in the state of Texas from Fort Ben Marshall, which has produced some really great players um, historically and especially in the last few years. And on the field, he had a pretty quiet freshman season. I mean, he showed some flashes, um, had 11 catches for 108 yards, and uh, no, didn't find the end zone, zero touchdowns. His best game was against Alabama, three catches for 40 yards. He's 6'3", 205 pounds. He definitely looks the part, um, and he had an insane high school career. So this is exciting. Now, one thing about Chris, and there's uh, A&M was in a lot of turmoil this year as a team, right? And so Chris Marshall was suspended twice. He was suspended before the Miami game for a violation of team rules. And then he was suspended uh, with three other freshmen um, for an indefinite amount of time for another violation of team rules. There are uh, rumors online about exactly what happened. I'm not going to share those because I don't, I don't know exactly what those violations were. And I don't really want to put, you know, his business out there if I'm not sure what it was. But I think it's safe to say that um, he had some off-field issues uh, that led to him having to take a seat and essentially being benched and suspended for a few games this year. And that's something that obviously like TCU, at least as far as we know, didn't really have an issue with this season. Now, I'll say this. Um, when a team's winning, I think it's really easy to buy into their culture, right? Like TCU this year has had an outstanding season an amazing season. And a lot of the guys on this team have not had success like this in their college careers. These seniors have not won games like this in their college career. You know, these, these sophomores and juniors have not seen success like this so far at TCU. So new coaching staff <clears throat> having success immediately. I think it's probably really easy for these guys to, to completely buy in and basically, you know, hang on their every word. Now I will say they appeared to do that in the spring and in fall camp with zero problems as well, which is impressive. Um, Sonny is not necessarily like known as Mr. Disciplinarian, but it seems like his players respect him, that they want to do well for him, that they believe in what he's preaching and in this idea of doing your job and you know not getting too high, not getting too low, staying the course. So I think there is potentially you know a strong enough culture here that hopefully – Chris Marshall gets to campus and um, kind of falls in line with the team structure and with what needs to happen. And I mean, honestly, like I don't know the details of everything that went down at Texas A&M and maybe a fresh start is what he needs. He was also a true freshman, right? Like there's probably some immaturity there that hopefully he can grow out of um, as he kind of progresses. There might've been some mistakes that hopefully he learned from, but I trust his coaching staff, and obviously, like he has the type of talent that you feel like you can take a risk on. But if they add Chris Marshall, which he's also taking a visit to Old Miss, I believe this coming weekend, so you know they'll have their opportunity to kind of roll up the red carpet as well. JoJo Earl from Alito, and uh, then went and played at Alabama. He's also in play in the transfer portal. So let's focus on the receivers for a second. Then I want to get some other players that could end up at TCU, but. Coming back next year, if you add Chris Marshall, if you add JoJo Earl, along with um, Jordan Hudson, Savion Williams, Quincy Brown, coming back from an injury, um, 
maybe Blair Conright, right? Like he he showed some things towards the end of the year. Obviously, he's been playing behind Quentin Johnston for most of the season. Uh, DJ Allen, Cordell Russell coming in as a true freshman. There's probably more guys that I'm missing, but that is a very, very talented wide receiver's room. Now, you still have to be able to block up front. You still have the quarterback who can distribute the ball, whether that's Max coming back, Chandler Morris, or whoever it might be. But uh, that's a lot of big-time playmakers on the outside and on the inside who could give defenses a ton of trouble in the Big 12. So that's super exciting. Uh, Tommy Brockermeyer, he was on campus on Tuesday, and so he's still in play, the Alabama offensive lineman. Anthony Goodlow is a defensive lineman from Tulsa that they've been looking at. Um, there's some movement on the high school front as well, some some guys that are kind of on the fence that could be committing soon. A ton of momentum right now with TCU and what they're doing from a recruiting perspective. Really impressive how they're capitalizing on this college football playoff appearance and just using it as an opportunity to show what this school and this university and this program has to offer. So keep a watch for that. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about some of your comments from uh, Tuesday's video where I discussed possibly adding a QB in the transfer portal. Before we do that, though, uh, a word from one of our sponsors. So the holidays are coming up, and you might be thinking, man, what am I going to get for my family member, for my friends? There's a lot of shopping you have to do. I was out Christmas shopping today. It's always kind of overwhelming for me. Uh, why don't you try Omaha Steaks? So Omaha Steaks, you know, growing up, like, I'm, I'm not personally a cook. I'm not really a chef. Uh, but my family, we'd always go over to my uncle's house. And my uncle is really good on the grill. And so he would always buy some Omaha steaks around the holidays, grill them up for us. And it was one of my favorite meals of the year. I mean, it was just always something I look forward to. They're so good. They're so delicious. And he had a way of making them taste uh, so great when he would get out there on the grill on Christmas morning and get it done. Um, Omaha Steaks, they have cut prices 50% statewide. That's insane. To make your gift giving, to make you the gift giving hero you always wanted to be. The holidays are here. You can achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. They put together a delicious section of various gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of the 50% off statewide. Plus, if you use the code locked on at checkout, you can get an additional $40 off your order. So 50% off statewide right now. Use that promo code locked on at omahasteaks.com and get an additional $40 off your order. Don't wait. Order today and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use the promo code locked on at checkout to get that $40 off. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today. Now, when you're ordering the very best, 50% off statewide, plus use that promo code Locked On at checkout to get that extra $40 off. Minimum order may be required. We appreciate Omaha Steaks for joining us uh, this holiday season. So, on Tuesday, I discussed um, TCU. Another aspect of the transfer portal, do you want to add a quarterback? Is that something they're looking at? They don't currently have a QB from the high school ranks in the 2023 class, and you're always thinking about the future. There's sort of this uh, situation with Max Duggan. Is he going to stay? Is he going to come back? We'll, we'll see what happens. Right, Chandler Morris and Sam Jackson are talented players. Sonny Dyke said last offseason 
um, or I guess before the season, he was like, listen, I think I legitimately think we have three guys who can get it done, who can lead this offense and lead it at a high level. And we're not super worried about not having enough talent out there to make things happen. So I threw the question out to you. I said, hey, listen, uh, do you want to see TCU pursue a quarterback in the transfer portal? Zoom play says he thinks Max Duggan will return. And that's a big domino here. I mean, if Max is back, then you have to wonder what Chandler Morris and Sam Jackson will potentially do. Um, and maybe you you go grab a guy just for the purpose of depth. So, you know, break glass in case of emergency. If um, something happens to Max or something goes down and you need somebody for a few games, you can at least feel comfortable running your offense, uh, doing some productive things on the offensive side of the ball with somebody else under center. But Max coming back would be a huge just boost for this team going into the offseason, regardless of what happens in the playoff. Jack Daddy Slam, love that username. He said, yes, absolutely. DC should go after a QB in the portal. He's guessing Max Duggan will stay for another year, but if he doesn't, you could always use a quarterback. Morris is good, but if we could uh, for sure score someone in the transfer portal, why not go for it? Yeah, I'm sure they're going to do their due diligence. I mean, the tricky thing about this, and I said this on Tuesday, is a lot of these QBs in the transfer portal, they're looking to play. So um, trying to sell a guy on, and maybe that means you go get a young guy who's out there and might not be ready to start immediately, but trying to sell somebody on, hey, uh, you're really here for the purpose of depth. That's not the easiest thing in the world to do. But I agree with you, Jack Daddy Slim. I mean, I think they they need to at least be kind of looking around at the different options and seeing, okay, is there somebody we could have that could be, you know, we don't necessarily have to phrase it this way, but could they be essentially an emergency QB if you need them at some point during the season? And then Byron Bailey, he said, considering that Hudson Card is the third best QB in the portal, and I don't think he's remarkably better than Chandler Morris, I do not think we need another QB. Whether Max leaves or stays, we'll have the depth needed. If he leaves, we would have three scholarship quarterbacks on the roster with a year of learning the Dykes and Riley's offense. If Sam or Chandler leaves in the spring, we could look at another transfer in May or June. But for now, I think adding a QB sends the wrong message uh, to the current quarterbacks on the roster. So, yeah, that's an interesting point. I mean, if you had a quarterback – there is always that kind of managing expectations, managing uh, egos. What do the players on the roster think? And I agree with you on Hudson Card. I'm not necessarily a huge fan. I mean, I think he had a solid career at Texas for what he did, um, but I'm not positive that he can come in and just be in a day one starter for TCU. That doesn't seem like something based on his career so far that he could do at a high level. Um, so maybe you just sit back and kind of see what happens. I, I certainly understand your point, Byron. Uh, it, it's just it's a new world with all the movement, especially the QB position, because they're just always kind of in the back of your mind. I feel like coaches are thinking, okay, what happens if this player leaves? You know, how do we keep our depth, make sure that we're covered if we need it? And it, I mean, sometimes as well, you just got to take a risk. So it might just be that thing where you got to say, well it'd be ideal if we had three QBs on this roster that could come in and play a game, but maybe this is just a season where we don't have that luxury and you got to plan around that. Um, all right. So one of our other great sponsors is bet online. Appreciate you guys chiming in there on YouTube bet online. Uh, it's where the game starts. It's a great website. If you want to get into the world of wagering sports betting, Give it a shot at betonline.net, uh, betonline. They got everything, right? NBA, NFL, college basketball going on right now as well. 
TCU men, they're taking on Mississippi Valley State on Sunday. Fiesta Bowl coming up for the TCU Horn Frog football team. Wow, what can they do against Michigan? What kind of bets are you looking at? Bet online. Go there today. Your one-stop shop for all your sports information. Most importantly, it's the place to go and win some cash. Everybody wants to get some money. All right, that'll do it for Locked on Horn Frogs today. We'll be back tomorrow. This is Locked on Horn Frogs. We are part of the Locked on Podcast Network. It's your team.